ইম্প্যাক্ট All of this, of course, to make this world a better place using technology. Tune in every week on htsmartcast.com and listen to the podcast. HT Smartcast is India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get straight to this week's episode. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's one of my favorite parts of the show where we focus on technology and technology that's being used for some form of social good. How in the world do you maneuver this massive startup wave if you're looking to fundraise and whatnot? Now, I'm excited because today on the show, we have the co-founders of a wonderful little startup. Salt has basically launched a new product that integrates banking with compliances and documentation. Now, I know that sounds like a mouthful, so we'll break it down a little bit easier for you in just a bit. But if you're a person looking to raise funding for your startup and whatnot, I have two co-founders that run Salt with me on the show this morning. Udita and Ankita with me. Guys, firstly, Thank you so much for being on the show. It's awesome to see you both and thank you for doing this. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Yeah, we are nervous and excited. <laughs> Why are you nervous? I mean, you guys have already processed a whopping 10 million worth of transactions in Q1 of 2022. This should be like a walk in the park for you guys. I think it's like 90% of the Bangalore we are best when we are sitting behind a computer. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You know, a lot of startups out there are founded in cafes and whatnot in Bangalore that you probably hear of. Let's focus on what you guys do for a second. You guys provide international payment and compliance solutions to indian businesses and now you got a first of a kind solution which is called table by salt salt actually simplifies the valuation report helps with the creation of the capital account and you guys also get roc and rbi compliances in place as well before i move to anything let me ask you to identify for us what the actual problem is at hand with regards to getting startups on autopilot and where this identification of the problem began for you guys yes i think problem has been present for a very long time like in my previous startup as well we raised couple of rounds same problem occurred every time we see a lot of fellow founders raise capital from abroad and from indian angels or funds etc and this problem has has existed for a long time whenever you are fundraising you are coordinating with your lawyers you are coordinating with cacs you are coordinating with bankers if you have an investment banker on working with you are coordinating with them huh. and you are doing that on both the side of it. you are coordinating with the same people on the investor side as well and that's your job for probably two months while you are raising instead of focusing on your business you are focusing on these things which are not your primary business 
you literally become experts in banking and compliances before you become <laughs> expert in your own business instead <laughs> of focusing on that you want to really automate this whole stuff so that you don't need to learn everything you don't need to bang your head with your bankers understand the whole fdi process understand the compliances around it understand how to manage all of that coordinate between them you don't need to do that because that's not your core that's what the major problem is it literally takes away a lot of time it is a long drawn process and it takes a lot of time we've been seeing this off late and i'd love it if you can clarify because you guys have experience in this field i've been looking at a bunch of different articles talking about how overall funding is no less this year but firms are still firing employees about i think usd 12 billion was invested in growth and early stage companies in january to april 2022 against 11.2 billion during the corresponding period last year why is it that startup layoffs are happening so much let's be honest after covid everyone has started being on their feet all the time like you never know when the next i don't know virus will come in next economy will go down and with so many i'll say tech coming up you know technological advancement when i'm talking about web3 nft crypto everything coming in right right nobody knows what is the real form of commodity anymore what is going to be worth more is it going to be an lv shoe or is it going to be a small painting that someone made of frog online so when the economy is so confusing and not everyone spot at this point um it's really hard to define what will go right or wrong so i think just startup founders are or at much big institutions are trying to look out for themselves like in a very practical situation i'd rather have 100 employees and i make sure 100 of those are safe than have 1000 of them and be at a place when i'm like listen i don't think i'll be able to help you in any possible way in the future i think that's why they're just looking out for themselves they're trying to increase their revenue and i'm so happy to see that there's a startup wave which is coming in where people are trying to make revenue trying to to be profitable they're right. pushing for it i'm genuinely happy that we have startups who don't have 100 product managers and three products we have people who are building things now and they want to optimize their cycles i think it's just people becoming more and more practical about the money and realizing it's not just investors money anymore it's their money as well. it's teams money so i think the wave is happening because of it i would also like to add a point surprisingly sure. ankit and i were discussing yesterday as well that how we thought that covid is going to last for 5 years it's going to change everything but the cycle of improvement and our dynamic society is going great as well yeah. so while on the one hand of course startup funding winter is going to come where the funding will be less i also have a feeling hopefully the cycle will close soon and we will be back to normal again just the way we were within covid like initially we all thought that startups will not get funded during covid but you just told us me last year start so i think hopefully there is a ray of hope in the future also from a perspective of you know just looking at startups the way funding has kind of changed over the years i think the differences are pretty in your face so for people who are not familiar with the space ankit would you like to take us through how let's say 5 years ago funding valuations and all were very different from how they are done today would you like to take us through that trajectory of growth for the indian startup economy yes definitely i think major factor into you know why funding has increased and why a lot of startups have come up as well i think it's a ecosystem that has grown a lot hmm. there were very few startups that were coming up i mean there was specific category of entrepreneurs that were there now the whole ecosystem is opening up you know you would see only engineers doing startups already <laughs> now there are doctors who are doing it you know lawyers who are doing it cas who are doing it everyone is doing startups because they know they have to solve a problem and that has been a major wave i think we have been lucky that that has been backed by good funds that are coming to india there are a lot of funds that have entered india in past 5 years and now are entering as well and you will see a lot of these folks coming in another wave that we have seen is that whole globalization has happened which 
means that a lot of foreign funds are now comfortable investing directly in India, which was not right. possible earlier because of certain clarities that were not there. Also, they have been very comfortable because India is growing at pretty great rate. I mean, if you look at uh, Japanese investors and economy where there are negative interest rates, I think because you will see a lot of infrastructure investments by uh, those kind of firms, right? So that's a global trend that is there. And second is Indian startups selling outside. That is another trend that you would see. I think both of these side money coming in into India or money going out of India or services coming into India and services going out from India has been a major driver into this. You'll see a lot of companies who are selling outside India. I think uh, we yeah. have moved from a place where we are called build an in India for India to build an in India but for global. Right. So I think there is a wave like there has been such a boom in the startup ecosystem and the mm. representation of India at international level. We were mm. in Y Combinator which is one of the most prestigious uh, accelerator program in the world and I was super proud to see that people were using Indian names of startups as we are this for Africa, we are this wow. for Vietnam. We are Indian startups and that's why, that's how you know you're growing like crazy. That's amazing. Must make you very proud, right? To be part of that space. It's wonderful. Yeah. You forget there is a competition. Like, yeah. you, like you don't look at them as a competitor. You look at yourself as an Indian and you're like, damn, I'm so proud of my country <laughs> right now. Awesome. I was going through a couple of other numbers as well and I think as of April 15th, there was a certain publication that I think it was Business Standard that was talking about how FDI is likely to touch about $100 billion in 2022-2023. That's the numbers that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, backed by a lot of economic reforms and ease of doing business that has happened in recent years. Now, what you guys are doing literally at the core is easing business for a lot of startups out there. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Yeah. From that perspective, I think that you guys can go half of the way, but I think definitely the other half is also looking at the government regulations and frameworks that are in place to incorporate these companies and, you know, take the next step after they do XYZ and use you guys. The the complicated part, let's just say. In your experience over the last couple of years, do you feel that it has genuinely become easier or while becoming easier, other parts have become harder? I'd love your thoughts. Definitely things have become easier. But I mean, we are in Bangalore, we are part of so much technology that we are building ourselves. We always feel that is not enough. But I feel like that's kind of a good thing. Don't you agree? Because like, then only we can keep improving. Definitely. I think reforms are always there, but the approaches are very different on right. how we as Indians deal with things and how other countries might deal it. And there is a long way to go before we probably come in top 10 or top 5 in ease of doing business kind of categories. Sure. But... I think, yes, a lot of reforms have already taken and rest of the things are being bridged by startups. I think that's a good fit thing for us as startups because we can do a lot of business here. But to be honest, we would love to not do those things because those <laughs> are more ground level and infrastructure level things. I think if they are already in place, we can build more better things. Fair enough. If things are improving. I think probably in the next decade, we should be able to get to a really good place and then keep on accelerating. I think it's the intentions that matter ultimately. I think uh, we can explain it the reason behind building salt was very simple i don't like lying about these things as well when we started incorporating our company during COVID, it was really difficult super difficult but the thing is ankit was previously founder of a huge company as well before he left that to build salt so he had connects you know he immediately knew whom to call who is the ca who is the lawyer everyone that he needs to reach out to everything was very well sorted but we saw the list of number of new founders who are coming in and we realized that while things may be sorted 
sorted for us it's not sorted for other people Fair enough. so in the, internally we build an automated tool for our own selves where all the documents were listed the banks you can reach out to and everything but we realized that it will be super unfair if we make a product and keep it to ourselves it kills the whole point yeah. of being an entrepreneur Absolutely. so we got the banking tie-ups in place we got everything in place next thing you know we had a product which was being used by a lot of people and it overwhelms us every single time when we get this one simple message that i never thought it would be this easy and it's so important for us to build this as well because one wrong paperwork and yeah. you might end up i don't want to threaten anyone or make anyone feel scared but one wrong paperwork and you may end up in jail probably yeah. someone confuse you for doing a tax fraud and we didn't want anyone to be in that kind of situation we don't want anyone to feel lost when they're building something and most importantly i think after a point especially when you're done raising funding the most difficult part of founders life is over <laughs> they deserve to relax up a little bit while everything is being taken care of for them right. and we are just happy that it worked out well for us you know you mentioned something very very nicely just now and i I'd like probably if collectively the both of you can recall a certain incident while building salt that really stays with you and makes you feel like oh my god doing this was so worthwhile uh, you did mention about getting those one line messages once in a while from people and that makes it all the worthwhile but anything else that comes to your mind that you'd like to share with everyone i think every single time someone messages us and says thank you so much i never knew cross border payments was this easy so our target market is small businesses right now when, right. when and when i'm saying small businesses these people are running their businesses on instagram pages okay they are running their businesses on whatsapp and on facebook groups and they were just super happy that there was ease in money and not only that we have amazing set of lawyers and cas available at your disposal and my ca just called them up and they said hey by the way you need this 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 and in order to get your tax refund in case you didn't know that and they were like why are you calling me and telling me and they're like because you deserve to know this information the vigilance needs to be everywhere and they were like i could feel it from their voice when they were on call with us and they were like thank you so much i never expected a start up to do that i think that was the moment we realized we were building something good we keep getting lot of both positive and negative messages every once in a while let's be honest transactions do get stuck because the paperwork was not submitted right indian ecosystem is very complicated financial one for businesses and sometimes things go wrong and we do also get our own fair share of backlash but i think <laughs> having the right attitude is very important like we have apologized so many times to our customers and sometimes they get mad and they are like i don't care i want to talk to the senior manager of the company and i'm like sir i'm the founder it doesn't get more senior than that all i can do is not get my investor on call uh but i'm really sorry and then they take a pause and they're like you're founder and you're taking customer calls and yeah. i was like yeah because i want to personally apologize to you send me your address i'll personally send you flowers i want to make amends i do not want you to stop using the product and they take a pause and it has happened twice or thrice they're like if a founder is apologizing that's more than enough for us we don't need anything else like i'm happy that you're holding yourself accountable I, I that's exactly what I was thinking. That that's exactly that. what I was thinking. I'm happy that you guys are like holding yourself accountable. It's just great because I think if if most startups out there did that, process would be so much easier and I think it's a nice thing to see honestly. My last kind of question for you guys as I say bye to you both. I, we always love to ask this question from a industry standpoint, but I'm sure you guys are able to kind of look at the next 5 years and say typically we would see the industry going there. So in terms of what you guys do at Salt, where do you guys see the next 5 years kind of evolving to maybe you could talk about a one prediction of a future trend that you feel might come about what we've seen in the industry right now is those 100 million or 50 million users using the whole internet or making their lives easier in past decade that's what has been focus of the whole industry been i think now the next billion is what startups have 
started focusing on. Right. The people who do not regularly go about and use things, probably, you know, our parents who would not use UPI would be now using UPI. Huh. Or our parents who would not be comfortable ordering food online would be the next target. Like that is most, I think, what I see. I think more traditional businesses getting online and using tools that would make them scale up. I think those kind of trends that I foresee, I think that next billion and the next layer of the pyramid is what next target would be for a startup. And that's what my trend, like what I have been seeing now. I think a lot of time people just try solving a problem which exists only in Kormangla, Indranagar, <laughs> South Delhi and Bombay. Specific parts of Bombay. I'm happy that we are moving out of that ecosystem and we're right. trying to also solve problem for, I'll say, Rajajinagar, Jainagar, JP Nagar. We're trying to solve problem for India. I think the focus, <laughs> and I think a, a lot of people say that if it's a Kormangla, Indranagar problem, Problem, please keep it to yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh, but we have solved those problems. We have made our lives easy. And I hope the next set of things which are coming up will be far bigger than that. And people's focus is changing. I'm so happy there are so, so many startups coming up with the focus on tier two and tier three towns. And I think that will be the next big wave. So surprising. I keep telling people this thing. At one point, both my brother and I were living in Bangalore, very beautiful house, very peaceful life. And my parents visited us. This was their seventh visit. And I was like, do you want to stay in Bangalore? Do you want to move to Bangalore they kept saying no do you know what made them say yes what my father used Dunzo once and he was like oh my god everything comes in one minute and <laughs> I don't need to nap to you we are moving here this is the best place and that's what I'm saying that you know uh, it's the startups which are gonna be making these people move here and if that will not happen then these startups will move there and solve the problems for these people so I think awesome. ecosystem is going in a direction where we are looking at whole India that's a very nice story and believe it or not on this very segment which we do Tech for Change uh, Kabir who was the founder of Danzo was actually you know talking about it. he was telling me a lot of cool stories so it's nice to hear another story like this guys you've, you've made this super easy for us to understand and more than anything else, thank you for uncomplicating a space that nobody even knew was that complicated. Ankit, Udita, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you both for being on Tech for Change and here's hoping that you guys can go on to change many more startups in the near and distant future. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host, K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K-A-Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Now to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.